Welcome to the Mom Enomics Podcast. I am your host, Booth Parker, mom, wife, and certified public accountant. I am passionate about all things family, home, and finance. This week on the podcast, we are talking about a financial thought process. It may or may not be for you, but the concept is interesting nonetheless. So have you heard people mention the FIRE movement, but you aren't sure what it is? It stands for Financial Independence Retire Early and was coined in the 90s from a book called Your Money, Your Life. It has gained traction in the last decade, especially with millennials. The basics are a very frugal lifestyle and extreme savings. It's a thought process of anti-consumerism, the complete opposite of the whole keeping up with the Joneses mindset. It's definitely not for everyone. It takes a great amount of discipline, sacrifices, and lifestyle adjustment, but it also takes enough income to make the concept work, usually six figures. You also need a lack of debt, like credit card debt or student loan debt, where the payments would be eating up a large percentage of your budget. So followers of the FIRE movement, they evaluate every expense in terms of the number of work hours it takes to pay for it. And they also save 50 to 75% of their income. The goal is to retire in their 40s or maybe even their 30s. The old school train of thought for retirement was saving over a lifetime career and retiring somewhere around 65. But a lot of people ask the question, how many good years will I have to enjoy life and what I love? Which leads us to the next question. Why does retirement have to be defined by an age? After all, most retirement accounts don't let you access your money until you reach a certain age, unless you pay penalties. So why isn't retirement defined by a number? A number unique to everyone. A number that generates the amount of income you need to live the lifestyle you want to live and spend your days doing what you want to do. The thought process is financial independence and a life of flexibility. Retire early doesn't mean you have to completely stop working, but the financial independence allows you to do something part-time, maybe something that pays substantially less, but that you really enjoy doing, and then you still have the income you need to cover your expenses. If you plan to live an elaborate lifestyle in retirement, then you will most likely need to work longer, save more, or a combination of both. Followers of the FIRE movement, they greatly focus on two rules, the rule of 25 and the 4% rule. The rule of 25 states that you want your savings to be at least 25 times your annual expenses. 
If your annual expenses are, say, $80,000, then you need $2 million in savings. And you also want to have a standard emergency fund on hand. That $2 million, that is your FIRE number. So once you have attained that number, then the 4% rule applies. And this rule um, evolved out of the Trinity study. And it states that if you withdraw 4% a year, adjusted for inflation, then you will have enough to live off of. But one thing to note here, if your investment account reaches that $2 million number, so where your 4% withdrawal gives you that $80,000 you needed to cover your expenses, but the market crashes, maybe it declines 20%, so now your investment is only $1.6 million and a 4% withdrawal is only $64,000. So for this concept to work, you have to have assets that can generate enough income to cover your expenses. And these rules have that savings and investment piece channeled on paper assets. Um, we're thinking stocks, bonds, that kind of thing. So a mix of tax advantage retirement accounts and regular brokerage accounts. Remember, the retirement accounts can't be accessed until retirement age. So if you are retiring early, which is the goal with the FIRE movement, you will need an account that can be accessed at any age. FIRE followers max out their tax-advantaged accounts first. So if you have a 401k at your job, then you want to max it out especially if your employer has an employee match, because after all, that's just free money. So the 2023 max contribution to your 401k is $22,500, and for both Roth and traditional IRAs, it's $6,500, and for a simple, it's $15,500. And remember that these contributions may be tax-deductible, so that's just another win for making uh, for maxing these accounts out. So once these accounts are maxed out, then you save in a traditional brokerage account that you want to have diversified based on your risk tolerance. So let's look at an example of how many years you need to get to your number based on income and expenses. If your income is $70,000 and your expenses are $60,000, so you're saving $10,000 per year, you would need 44.3 years to retire. So that's a pretty long time. But what if you pick up a side hustle and increase that income to $85,000 and you cut out all expenses except necessities and you get them down to fifty? dollars so you're now saving $35,000 a year, then you're at 20.6 years to retire. So if you're 25 when you start this, then retiring in your mid-40s is possible. And like I said just a minute ago, the FIRE movement is heavily focused on paper assets, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, things of that nature. They are relatively easy to purchase, especially if you're constantly saving and investing on a regular basis. 
However, with the volatility in the markets recently, there are fire followers turning to rental real estate to generate their retire early income. So it can be a great way to achieve the goal. If you max out the retirement accounts like the 401k and IRA for the later years, but focus on the rental real estate for the immediate cash flow needs, you have a good chance of achieving that retire early age even earlier than if you followed the rule of 25. You can begin buying the properties when you have the savings to fund a down payment, then you mortgage the balance, and the rental income pays down the mortgage while also generating monthly cash flow. Plus, rental properties can create some great tax advantages since taxes are paid on the net rental income, so that's after expenses and depreciation, and rental income is not subjected to self-employment tax. So if you're looking to retire early or just generate additional income and cash flow, rental real estate can be a great option. Plus, real estate usually appreciates in value, so that's another win uh, for the long-term goal. Now, if you were thinking, I can embrace some of this, but maybe not all of it, I hear you, I'm with you. But um, there are some different variations of the FIRE movement thought process. So there's generally three kind of categories that people would consider themselves in. So the first is called lean, and this is the person living an almost extreme minimalist and frugal lifestyle that has completely focused on how much they save. This person is not going to quote unquote live a little, so to speak. The second is called fat, and this is the person that isn't as focused on retiring early, but is focused on saving more so that they can truly live it up in retirement. So this person may need, say, $200,000 a year in retirement versus the $50,000 of the lean person. And the third type is called the barista. So this person is focused on working less, but not necessarily completely escaping work. They want to live off uh, the retirement money and concentrate their time on more meaningful work that may only create a limited income or is based on a lot of volunteerism. So your desired lifestyle in retirement, regardless of your retirement age, heavily dictates the amount of savings you need and the length of time it will take to achieve financial independence. The FIRE movement thought process is definitely not for everyone. And like most things, there are risks associated with it, such as um, having to pay for health insurance when you leave you know, a corporate job or a job that has provided it. This could be a big annual expense um, that is going to drastically increase your overall annual expenses. So remember, Medicare doesn't kick in until 65, so you may have decades to cover health insurance. As mentioned earlier, your investments may not perform as planned. The market could crash and it could take 
years to recover. And while you're in that savings period, you have to earn enough to cover your basic needs and still be saving 50% or more. That is not an easy process. If you have a family, if you have childcare to pay for, if any other kind of large expenses, saving 50% may just not be feasible. And also as mentioned above, if your budget is full of debt payments like credit cards and student loans, saving 50% may not be possible, even if the rest of your budget is very strictly addressed. So all in all, followers of the FIRE movement are people that believe laboring for decades in a job you don't enjoy is not a life well lived. They believe we were not meant to spend eight hours a day in an office, two hours in our car commuting. They are truly just looking for a simple life. Extravagance is not their style. So what are your thoughts on this concept? I'd love to hear from you. My personal email is even in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next week. We will be talking about tax refunds because, yes, it's that time of year. And remember, all content on this podcast is educational in nature and is not considered financial advice. Thanks so much and have a great day.